0: Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only Edgar Avila. We got new Tag Team Champions again. We had a great match for the Intercontinental Championship, and we got some SmackDown invaders on this episode of Monday Night Raw that went down in OKC, Oklahoma City. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Snug Wrestling, the only podcast where wrestling is still real with me, your host. My name is Edgar, the world's greatest pro wrestling analyst in the world. Hope everyone is doing good today. We got a lot of stuff to go over that went down on this episode of Monday Night Raw, so let's get into it sammy Zayn's opening up the show here and he is showing up solo but he is wearing his kevin owens shirt for his old buddy his old tag team partner kevin owens who recently was transferred over to friday night smackdown Sami Zayn recently had a match versus the tribal chief at a house show for the undisputed championship belt that roman reigns did retain and sammy he's sad he's a sad bro his tag team partner went to smackdown but he's not only sad he's He's also excited for himself and for Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn is excited for himself because he thinks he is World Heavyweight Championship material. World Heavyweight Championship superstar. And I think WWE may seem to think so as well because, like I mentioned before, Sami Zayn went one-on-one with the Tribal Chief at a house show. Usually these house show matches, they tend to do these first before they actually get to do them on TV or for pay-per-view main events. So if we're seeing Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns at house shows, we're most likely going to be seeing Sami Zayn in the main title picture on Monday Night Raw versus Seth Rollins. And while Sami Zayn was up there, I was waiting. I was expecting someone to interrupt Sami Zayn here. But who is it going to be? Let's make a bet. Let's take a pull. A, The Judgment Day. B, The Judgment Day. Or C, the judgment day. Well, if you chose A, B, or C, then you were absolutely correct because it was indeed the Judgment Day that came out to interrupt Sami Zayn. But it took them longer than usual. This time they actually let Sami Zayn talk and get his promo in there before the entire Judgment Day faction came out. All four members. And at this point, this is a rib. This is a joke because the judgment day they do this every single week. They come out, they interrupt the opener, and then the judgment judgment day they're in the main event and they still get over a million views every time at this point i might as well start my own company get my own faction let them interrupt everyone and put them in the main event or maybe tony you should do the same thing too maybe that'll get you over 800 viewers and finn balor reminds everyone that it is the season premiere of monday night raw and it should be the judgment day that's starting the show not Sami Zayn. finn we've already been over this you guys interrupt corrupt the opener. You guys are not the openers. Know your role. The Judgment Day, they have a busy night. They have a tag team match later on in the main event, and Real Ripley has a match versus Shayna Baszler. The Judgment Day then surround the ring, and they're getting ready to attack Sami Zayn, but Jey Uso hits the ring with the chair for the save and the Judgment Day retreat. It was also interesting to see that once Jey Uso did the save, Sami Zayn kind of gave Jey Uso a weird look and walked away from Jey Uso, leaving Jey Uso alone alone in the ring so Sami Zayn did not seem too happy about Jey Uso showing up to get his back when we come back from commercial break Sami Zayn and Jey Uso are in one of many many backstage segments that we saw on this episode of Monday Night Raw and Sami Zayn blames Jey Uso for a lot of things it's Jey Uso's fault that Kevin Owens left to Smackdown in the first place and it's also Jey Uso's fault that Sami Zayn doesn't have any gold no chance Championship belts because of Jay Uso. Sami Zayn sounds a little jelly because things are going good for Jay Uso. Jay Uso he has a cool tag team partner like Cody. He has a cool undisputed tag team championship belts. But what does Sami Zayn have? Nothing. But it's all good because Sami Zayn he's just a little frustrated and he apologizes. And Jay Uso's like, dude, you still my dog. It's all good. Don't even trip. And I got something for you. I got something that'll make that tension calm down a little bit. So I don't know what. Jay Uso is offering, but whatever it is, I want some of that too. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ricochet in a no disqualification false count anywhere. Nakamura is in another gimmick match. The last man standing match at Fastlane was versus Seth Rollins, and now he's doing a false count anywhere versus Ricochet. This match it goes all over the arena, including back to the gorilla area, the gorilla position, whatever you want to call it. And the announcers say this is just a playground for Ricochet, and I'm like, yeah, no shit, that's kind of the problem nowadays that a lot of these wrestlers see the ring as their own personal playground Ricochet did this huge jump off the balcony Shinsuke Nakamura grabs the tables and this this the Endeavor merger in full effect because it seems like we have been seeing a lot more of these gimmick matches as of late more than usual I'm not used to seeing them this often not that long ago there was a Viking Raiders match on Monday Night Raw we had a bar bra on NXT now we have this false count anywhere I'm afraid that Endeavor is gonna be feeding into these gimmick matches more and this is their way of giving people what they want but let me be the first to say we don't want to see that shit all the time every now and then yeah maybe cool if it makes sense but not all the freaking time Nakamura hit another GTS on Ricochet but this time Ricochet did not really sell it because he kicked out at two so CM Punk's finisher is already dead and CM Punk Punk is not even in the company yet. Nakamura wins after Ricochet goes through a table and hits his running knee on Ricochet. So thank you for coming, Ricochet. Gunther, he has a super duper good video package because Gunther is gonna be going up against Bronson Reed for the Intercontinental Championship. But first we get Piper Niven versus Natalia. Natalia is shaking hands and kissing babies again. A few months ago, it did seem like Natalia was going to turn heel because she was telling people that she was tired of being overlooked and not being taken seriously. But that never happened because Natalia is most definitely a baby face again. Piper Niven ended up getting the W, and Natalia is back to losing once again. There is an afterbirth, and Tegan Knox comes out to save Natalia. And this definitely makes sense. Natalia has been very nice and, and very supportive to Tegan Knox recently. And it looks like we're gonna be forming a new tag team with Natalia and Tegan Knox to face Piper Niven and Chelsea Green. The Judgment Day, they're backstage, and Damien Priest, he's hot. Damien Priest, he needs some of what uh, Jay Uso is giving out because Damien Priest, he's just mad at everyone, it seems like, every week. He just wants to rip people's heads off, and this time, he wants to take out Drew McIntyre. Rhea Ripley wants Priest to focus on the tag team match because it is for the titles, and Rhea doesn't want Priest worrying about Drew McIntyre. Damian Priest seems a little paranoid about Rhea because Damian Priest asks Rhea, where have you been? And Rhea says, I was making a phone call. And Damien Priest says, a phone call? You've been having a lot of those lately. So Damien Priest looks like he's having a bit of trust issues with his faction leader, Rhea Ripley. Up next, Seth Rollins. He comes out and he does a promo, in-ring promo, so we get more talking here on this show. Seth Rollins is still upset that Drew McIntyre just washed along when Priest jumped Seth Rollins from behind last week. And Drew absolutely nothing about it drew mcintyre i'm pretty sure explained all of this to you already last week i guess some people just can't accept answers if it walked up to them and smacked them in the face and drew says again listen man listen pal i ain't your babysitter and seth says i can handle my own business by myself and i'm like seth then why are you crying about it seth shows the clip of rhea ripley and drew mcintyre talking behind the backstage segment and what i mean by by that is we've all seen these happen over time in the wwe where someone is doing an interview or someone is doing a backstage segment and you can see people in the background talking we would see mvp talking with bobby lashley and the hurt business and this time we saw rhea ripley and drew mcintyre so seth rollins thinks that drew mcintyre and the judgment day are plotting against seth rollins drew mcintyre and rhea ripley were looking mighty suspicious talking really closely in that video but i can't take seth rollins seriously with that jeff jarrett 1980s blouse he's wearing seth looks like a complete complete clown and drew reminds everyone that he was a pandemic champion this promo just took forever they talked for so freaking long and i was just waiting for them to get to the point and get it over with we also got to see a video clip from Logan Paul in his post-match from the boxing match that Logan Paul had this past weekend. Logan Paul did defeat his opponent that I can't even remember his name and I don't feel like looking it up. But Logan Paul, he called out Rey Mysterio during his post-interview match and put WWE on the map with Ariel Hawani. Rey Mysterio was also interviewed and is up for the challenge and he is willing to face Logan Paul and put that United States Championship on line. Now, with this Endeavor deal being in full effect i would not be surprised if we saw more of this cross promotion going on with the wwe and the ufc and these boxing events these celebrity boxing matches that go down in espn and the zone and i thought it was really cool how logan paul mentioned wwe on this platform and really put wrestling or the wwe over as a real legitimate sport so i hope we see more of that in the future we also had Ludwig Kaiser versus Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano just made his big return after being gone for months and months and months. This was Johnny Gargano's first TV match back since May 15th, and I was thinking there is no way that Johnny Gargano is going to lose his first official match back after about five months, is he? I highly doubt that Ludwig Kaiser is going to be able to beat Johnny Gargano, which was kind of worrying for me because if that were to happen Gunther would not be happy and I hope that I am wrong about all of this and I'm just jumping to conclusions and I was completely wrong as a matter of fact Good because Ludwig Kaiser did defeat Johnny Gargano and threw my wrestling logic completely out the window. So thank you, Ludwig Kaiser. Becky Lynch, she is also backstage in another backstage segment, and more NXT girls are going up to Becky and randomly asking for their title shot opportunity. Becky Lynch is the man, and she's gonna talk to Pierce and make that match happen and make any match happen, and that's all it takes when it comes to Becky Lynch. All you have to do is say, "Hey, I want to talk." title shot and you will most likely get it. Becky Lynch also goes face-to-face with Rhea Ripley, but nothing was said. It was just a face-to-face and then Rhea Ripley just walked away. Bronson Reed, he also has a really super cool video package. Is Bronson Reed Samoan or is he Australian? Because he looks Samoan, but he sounds Australian. I don't know. Maybe someone can look that up for me and let me know. At Snug Wrestling. Bronson Reed, he has a super cool hype video package for his match versus Gunther for the Inter. Continental Championship that's going to be taking place later on on this show. And we get another backstage segment. A lot of backstage segments on this episode and a lot of interviews, it seems like. Well, they usually always do, but this one, for some reason, seemed a lot more than usual. Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn. Drew McIntyre is giving Sami Zayn all of his flowers, saying how great it's been that Sami Zayn has put himself in that main event status, getting himself over with the crowd. But there is a button there there's always going to be a button there because drew mcintyre is slowly transitioning to a heel it seems like you forgave jay uso drew mcintyre is still obsessed with the bloodline and does not forget about all of the shit that the bloodline have been doing to people and Sami zayn also tells drew mcintyre to forget about the bloodline let it go bro put it behind you the past is the past and sammy was not liking what drew was telling him so sammy challenged Drew McIntyre for a match next week on Monday Night Raw. So next week we will be getting Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre. Rhea Ripley, she's coming out and finally we're about to get a wrestling match because she is scheduled to face Shayna Baszler here on this episode, but not before there is more talking by Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley says that she owns the women's division and will always be on top. I guess that's her catchphrase now because she's been saying that a lot more lately. And finally, we get a wrestling match. And it's Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler. Shayna is a trained shoot fighter and a total badass. And even if you are Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler is going to give you a run for your money. It's really good to see Shayna Baszler in this position. A few weeks ago, she was tagging with Zoe Starks. And where the hell has Zoe Starks been? This match was going really good, but then Nia and Raquel come out and they start fighting ringside. And what do you know? There's Zoe Starks. And all five of these women get into. To it again, they've been at each other's throats for weeks and weeks, and what are we doing here? Survivor series? Are we gonna get a six ladies tag match, or is this gonna be a multi-woman championship match? Usually, the women titles they do get defended in three ways and multi-person matches because there's so many women in this roster, in this main event roster. Becky Lynch has another backstage segment. This is like the third one for Becky Lynch. She's back there with Adam Pierce, but gets confronted again by another nxt girl and the nxt girl tells becky lynch yes i want a shot at your title but it's gonna be on my time i'm like well that takes a lot of balls you're not even the champion and you're trying to call the shots i'm not sure if that's how that works and also jade cargill has a confrontation with becky lynch but i would much rather see jade cargill have confrontations with rhea ripley which we haven't seen that yet now that i think about it or have we we've seen jade cargill have a confrontation a little face-to-face with charlotte with becky but she hasn't met rhea ripley yet i don't think cody and jay uso they have an interview and i'm like yes more talking, but at least this time it is Cody, and it is Jay Uso, and we really love these guys. Great chemistry here by these two. These two are excited to be teaming up against the Judgment Day. Cody Rose puts over the Judgment Day as they are the perfect challengers for the Tag Team Championships, and they end the interview with a much popular interview yeet then we get gunther versus bronson reed this is one of those big men slapping of the meat matches and gunther is laying in those chops but that's not enough to stop bronson reed gunther tries to go for his power bomb but he can't because bronson reed he's a gigantic animal and gunther i believe he's the baby face in this match gunther was kind of wrestling like the baby face here fighting from underneath and the people were getting behind gunther through this match bronson hit gunther with a huge huge super duper plex from the top rope and this match is absolutely amazing gunther finally was able to hit his super duper big power bomb and retained but holy shit and i mean like the holiest of shits this was an amazing match bronson reed was so close run it back again boys run that shit the fuck back because that shit was really good and then we get the main event jay and cody versus the judgment day and man i still can't get over how much of a perfect baby face this guy cody rhodes is he's just like the all-american baby face with the red white and the blue all the kids dress like him and they want to be like cody and i'm still man i, I still can't get over it till this day it still amazes me i want to say cody is even a bigger baby face and John Cena. Let's debate that guys. Who is the bigger babyface? Who is the better baby face? John Cena or Cody Rhodes? I think that would be a good debate to have and I think I'm gonna win because it's Cody Rhodes. The Judgment Day, they're in control at the start of this match, but Cody and Jay, they get their comeback. And then, as soon as Cody and Jay seem to be getting the match at their own pace, here comes Dominic Mysterio. Dom kept getting involved, like always, and Cody started chasing Dom all around the ring. Cody and Jay, they hit their big finisher of the 1D or the UC Cutter or the American D or whatever you want to call it. And Cody did not land on his head this time, thankfully. Finn Balor ended up kicking out maybe you should land on your head Cody maybe that's what's uh getting all of these people to not kick out of that move no I'm just kidding don't do that Cody that was a joke and the judgment day might actually pull this off I was thinking because no matter what Cody and Jay were doing the judgment day they always had an out Dominic Mysterio broke one of the counts and then Priest hits Cody with a low blow behind the referee's back lifts Cody Rhodes for the racer's edge on the table so by by cody rhodes thank you for coming jay uso is outnumbered in the ring jimmy out of nowhere attacks his twin brother jay uso the last person i was expecting to see was jimmy uso because he is from friday night smackdown but jimmy uso as well as dominic mysterio all caused cody rhodes and jay uso the championship tag team belts the undisputed championship belts judgment day win back their tag team gold and like i said before never count out the judgment day dominic mysterio won back his north american championship shortly after losing it damian priest and finn Balor did so as well so the judgment day they're all carrying gold once again a lot of questions to uncover here now with this unexpected ending of monday night raw kevin owens he's part of smackdown cody rhodes and jay uso are no longer the tag team champions they are raw superstars cody and jay so they're gonna to stay on monday night raw the judgment day they're back to jumping from raw to smackdown what does all of this mean what is going on here like i can't even put my finger on any of this but either way part of me is really happy that the judgment day they all are carrying gold once again but let me know what you guys think hit me up at snug wrestling thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon